0: The Chai Show is brought to you by King David Schools, the cornerstone of our community for 75 years. Torah isn't education, it's transformation. This is Chai
1: Chinuch with Rabbi G. 101.9, we are back, as we do every Monday between 2 to 3, where we discuss education, how to make the world a better place, how to make ourselves better people, and everything in between, how to influence our families, our friends, our communities, and just live in the world we actually want to live in. So I'm sure we're all very excited that I think by now everybody's back pretty much in routine, and if you're not, you're just around the corner another day or two, and your kids are in school, and we're all getting back to our normal lives, if we can say that, or trying a new life again, or whatever it is that we are doing. And while we are, are completely consumed in school and getting ready for school and about school and talking about school, I think we need to remember one thing very important. School is here to prepare us for life. And life is after school. And life is something that you need to do in a way that will make your life sustainable and you will be uh, able to do the work you need to do, manage your family, your career, your life, your community. And we're gonna be talking a bit about that and a bit about career, because at the end of the day, we send our, schools, our kids to school. We want them to go to university. We want them to have a good job. Uh, maybe we'll talk about why we want them to go to university if that's the only way, but that's another chat. And for that, for talking about the future, when we are in present times. I have with me today on the show, Ariella Rosenberg, who is the CEO of Ort South Africa. And I think no one better than her to discuss work about and the future of our youngsters going out of school and after school. Let's first get to meet you. Good afternoon, Ariella. Thank you so much for being with us today.
2: Hi, good afternoon. And thank you for having me.
1: Okay. Tell us a bit about you, and or South Africa, your position there as CEO, what do you do? What is just for anyone who is unfamiliar?
2: Or South Africa is an educational NGO. Okay. That's purpose is really making people employable, and when you go out in the streets, especially in South Africa, and you look at sixty percent unemployment rate, which means that you can count one, two unemployed, um, means that the, the importance of the employability. Um, is uh, what the core of the work that we do and our belief is not only we're looking at employability side on also the needs of the um, workplace and that's why we do a lot of work around stem coding robotics from schooling to post-schooling we do a lot of work in the okay we're gonna get to
1: to the actual yeah yeah Uh.
2: but just another element is that we realize employability is not enough we also need to look at creating employment opportunities which is starting a business and that's where OJET, you may be familiar with OJET that does a lot of work in the Jewish community uh, in supporting small businesses
1: so now I know, I think, for the first time, what's the difference between ORT South Africa and Jet? So basically, Yay,
2: finally uh, finally <laughs> we get to know.
1: I actually didn't know this. So ORT S- South Africa helps people get find jobs and get employed and be employable. And ORTJET helps people manage business, start business, and create opportunity. Pretty much. Okay. They're very simple. I don't know why we didn't know that ahead of time. Mm. Okay. So let's look at the, the the concept. And we are talking about work and What I'm wondering, and I'm going to ask this question, we're going to deal with it after the break, because one of the things that I'm curious about, you know, you talk about 60% unemployment, which is scary, horrific, not sustainable, really scary. Sometimes I get a feeling that quite a few of our listeners who are, I'd say, middle class, driving in their cars, listening to us, not necessarily the people that are on siding the side of the street, are not really engaged with these numbers and are not convinced that what we're talking about is connected to them. And they would say to you, well, yes, we do have a real problem in South Africa, but not necessarily in my circles, in my community, in my area of middle class that could send my kids to private schooling or whatever it is, and we're good with employment. Is that correct? Is that wrong? Is that a big challenge? I think we'll address that right after mm-hmm. the break. In the meantime, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we will continue with Ariella Rosenberg, who is the CEO of Orjet, or, or, or Ortece. Or Sorry, Art South Africa. Any comments, any questions you have, 34519 is an SMS line. And we'd love to hear from you shortly. And we will be right back.
0: The Chai Chinuch Show is brought to you by King David Schools, the cornerstone of our community for 75 years.
1: One oh one point nine Chai G. We are back and we just started a fascinating discussion here with Ariela Rosenberg, who is the CEO of Ort South Africa. And we are discussing employment and the ability to be employed and what it takes to get a job and how important it is. And right before the break, Ariela mentioned a horrific number that we are currently standing in our country at about 60 percent unemployment and I've asked you before the break and now I'd love to hear your answer about it is it really uh, relevant to our listeners and maybe the question is are our listeners engaged with this reality of what is actually going on and what kind of risk is it to our future generation meaning our kids now going to school are they going to be facing if they're not prepared or not focused a real challenge with employment
2: Okay, it's a very, very good question, an interesting one, and probably we could have a whole hour just about that. But just to maybe Mm -hmm. make uh, a point that principles of career guidance are relevant to no matter um, in what community you're in. That's the one element. Um, The element of the 60% that are raised is just to bring up the enormous uh, um, number compared to other countries in the world. Um, I think for the community that, um, you know, that, uh, the Jewish community especially, um, it's difficult to, to talk about it because we actually don't know the statistics. But we all know the families and, and, and people in our environment that um, either go to study outside of the country, and even if they studied here, will be leaving the country. Um, so this whole brain drain. Um, and many of them, there is a sense of not really having much of a um, hope for the future in the country because of various elements that the country, f- you know, challenges them with. Ick. So I think this is, this is uh, something that in a, the way that Ot helps is through the division of OAT Jet where we support the small businesses, but when it comes to professions, and when it comes to employability, um, I can say that uh, the King David schools are actually affiliated to World Oath. and World ought actually does uh, provide the schools, the King David schools, with opportunities for improving education through technology Amazing. and so on.
1: Amazing! Yeah. Which uh, King David are the sponsors of the show as well? So we're uh, oh, definitely uh, uh, okay. part. Nice to hear from your side on this. Um, so. Looking at the, the ability of, of being employment, I have to touch on something interesting you said. Sure. You, you spoke about career opportunity. Yes. And I want to ask you, before we dive in deeply, and the shift that we're kind of seeing in the world mm. from career opportunity to employment. In the past, people were very, uh, up to a few years ago, your yeah. career was extremely important. It was the majority of your life. It was mm-hmm. your identity. It was part of who you are. It was extremely important. And what we're seeing worldwide, and I'm wondering if we're seeing it in South Africa or correctly, or, or tell me your vision about it, mm. that people are more interested in getting a job and working. However, they're seeing their families maybe as more important or they career is not as dominant and people are willing to step out of their comfort zone a bit less and work crazy hours and dedication and things is not as popular as it was just five years ago. Are you seeing a shift when it comes to the investment at work?
2: So it's interesting because I think this is one of the research that came from the COVID-19, mostly from the U.S. Um, uh, I think... um, you know, it's, a, it's an important point. How do you see your uh, career? Do you see it as a job or as, a, you know, that you have to k- make a living, which means that you will see it as a chore? Or do you see it as something that motivates you and inspires you and then it's completely different? I mean, if the 1880, the life expectancy it was 39, we maybe doubled it by now. So you're supposed to be spending a mm-hmm. third of your life in work. And my drive is to actually make people think that you know as much as you look urgently especially in South Africa about finding the work that give you income gives you the income find a way that you can also be motivated by it
1: so what are the things we need to look at to be motivated
2: yeah so I think that for a student that finishes school now and is looking to you know looking at a career choice I think there's three C's for me for career. One is to get clarity, the other one is get certified, and the third one is to get connected.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: So the one for getting clarity. Clarity,
1: certified, and connected.
2: Yes. The three C's for career. Clarity is basically, there's two elements to it. One is to find out more about myself and about my skills, my strength, my weaknesses. What am I interested in? What's my passion? What's my purpose in life? Yes, we are allowed to say that. And you know what? For the students who finish now school, they are Gen Z, Z, Z. Right? Are you calling them Gen Z? Z okay. Gen Zs. And you know, I read a really interesting book, *Breach* by Roné Ayers, that talks about the difference between Gen Zs and, and all the other generations. And for them, actually, it's quite important the the purpose of um, of uh, their careers and uh, not only about making income. So that's just a side note, so, by the so way. You,
1: but you talk about, to look at what you like when it comes to clarity.
2: Yes, but the clarity, remember I said there's two elements. There's the element about myself and finding out all about what I like, what my, sc- m- what my skills, what my strength. But the other element, we have to be realistic. We need to look at the job market and we need to look at, okay, what are the needs in the job market that fits with my uh, skills set? Uh,
1: okay. So what about the kids And I'm going to dive straight into Please this? Call. What about the kids that their passion and they get their clarity that they want to be hard working men. They want to be plumbers, they want to be electricians, they want to be somebody who goes to work, builds a house. Looking at our kids leaving private schools in towards, you know, what they were taught and what we taught them as a community mm to be doctors and lawyers and accountants, what is their future? And is, it, is that clarity relevant?
2: I actually think most definitely. And I think that vocational could be a good route for, um, for anyone to take because most of the kids that finish school, especially in South Africa, are looking at academic, you know, the 100%. lawyer, the accountant, and so on. Nothing wrong about vocational. In fact, you can make good money of it and this is where from the, the old jet side, by the way, we, we, we do see a lot of those people. And then where the acumen of business is what's important. So you have the element of knowing the skills of whether it's a plumber, an electrician, solar, runners, solar installer, you know, there are opportunities out there, but I would see it maybe as even entrepreneur.
1: So are you seeing the youngsters today looking in that direction i'm talking about from the jewish community
2: i think youngsters in the jewish community are very confused because okay. they get messages from their parents that says you have to go to university no matter what yeah and i'm not person. sure the
1: kids are confused i think the parents are confused sorry parents <laughs> i don't know what are your thoughts three four five one nine is the sms line uh, who's confused here what are we doing why are we not producing any hard labor hands-on blue-collar workers in our community your thoughts and where do we go with it? Because I think today I can sometimes find a lawyer easier than finding a plumber when I really need it. So I would probably pay the plumber quite a bit of money when I need him. So 34519 is the SMS line. Telegram 061-895-1019. And if you even want to call in these busy days of beginning of the school year, 087-055-1818. Yeah, let me hear what's happening. Why are we not going in the direction of uh, that hard work? Okay, so you're talking about the confusion. Uh, Sorry, I stopped you in the middle.
2: No problem. So, yes, I mean, it could be that it's the confusion that. Is the parents are confused and it's the helicoptering parenting that we're so used to you know yeah. being a uh, children of the baby boomers that have you know we are now trying to compensate for all the you know the way that we were raised maybe and we do tend to um, I don't know if you call it macro our kids um, but um, we when we get to gap year, we can talk about the advantages of actually having a gap year. As, as
1: so let's, but let's talk about that. No, uh, we can talk about uh, it after uh, the okay. break, potentially. Let's take a short break. And when sure. we come back, we'll dive a bit more into this discussion.
0: The High Chinuch Show is brought to you by King David Schools, the cornerstone of our community for 75 years.
1: 101.9 we are back and I'm um, quite in the middle already I'd say a fascinating discussion I'm here with Ariela Rosenberg who is the CEO of ORT South Africa and we are talking about careers work opportunities uh, you know connecting to work feeling the 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 future I guess feeling what do we need to look and find and uh, see for our previous generation and just a comments because before the break we did speak about the lack of um, connection, I'd say, to blue-collar works in our community, and spoke about maybe it's from the parent's side or the children's side or just the society, and as I said, I'd love to hear your thoughts as the listeners, or any comments, or more so, what are your worries about your children's career? bring them up, let's discuss, let's see. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is the opportunity. I'm here with the CEO of Ort South Africa. Let's talk about it. You have a child, you're spending money you don't have maybe on the best education and the best tuition and the best everything. Mm -hmm. What are your worries? What do you wish to see? What do you wish we can create as a reality? Because that's what we do at the show. We talk about Mm -hmm. it, but we also create reality. So, three four five one nine is the SMS nine. Send us a SMS at three four five one nine or telegram O six one eight nine five one oh one nine. I'll say it again slowly if you want it O six one eight nine five one oh one nine or you could even call at O eight seven O five five eighteen eighteen. So right before the break Ariela you mentioned about a gap year. Mm-hmm. What kind of relevance does a gap year have for opportunities of work and career?
2: so gap year if it's used well can provide you that mental space to get clarity to get clarity about yourself to get clarity about the workaround and another remember there's one c about which is getting certified so if you know you want a specific career you can search by the top the other one is get connected look at who are the people that are surrounding you who are your role models Okay,
1: so who's inspiring you for what you want to do?
2: Yes. Who is inspiring you for what you want to do? Who are the people that you need to talk to, to speak to them and say, hey, I've been thinking about, I don't know, being a plumber, running a plumbing business, or being a lawyer? Isn't that
1: everyone uh, let me explain when yes, when i speak please. to my clients when when i discuss about finding a job or yes. looking in, or they're in a situation situation i actually tell them don't waste time about chasing one person or spending 5 hours getting to, to someone that you think has connections that could help you every person you see tell them hey by the way oh, i'm looking for a job hey just so you know this is what i can yes. do do you know anyone who needs And maybe the twentieth person will say, "Yes, I do know. I have a cousin or something."
2: Hundred percent with you. So that's part of personal branding, how you present yourself, your elevator pitch about yourself. Whoever you meet, I'm hundred percent with you. But when it comes to career choice, many times the parents you were talking about, parents paying for a higher institution, and many times it costs a lot of money. But if they done the right research around that specific profession. I've heard about a few uh, kids that went to study law and now they can't find articles and they don't think they know that they don't think they're actually in the right profession. Imagine the amount of money that the parents spend. But what I'm saying is do the work before. Find out those people that are in this profession through your network through the you know, wherever you meet whether it's in the elevator or in a bat mitzvah party or, or wherever you are um, and then um, also find out maybe where to go. I mean, if your dream is to become a podcaster or a radio presenter, you know, maybe connect with, say, Rabbi G and say, hey, Rabbi, can Try. I three, come four, and four, meet five, with one you one for nine. coffee? <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> so so basically spending, so when you say spending your time, you're talking about the clarity, the connection and certification.
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, yes so we were talking about a gap year many people have the perception gap year i have m- to have money for traveling and so on there are uh, quite uh, oppo- opportunities like massa which you could probably talk to a Massa you know once yeah, israel center you know but i know that cost and i don't know maybe South Afri- if there's still that opportunity for South African to gain. I yeah. mean
1: the kids don't think they need money for, for a gap year. They think their parents need money. For yes, a gap year. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm talking to the parents here. Yeah. Yeah. But there <laughs> okay.
2: are there are other opportunities where it's um, a less you need less s- uh, spending money, which is like 10. There's a project called 10 by the Jewish Agency. You can actually go to like five countries and volunteer there for a few weeks. Um, and then you have a meaningful uh, time in a country, in a community that completely gives you a, a different perspective into life and what uh, other communities live like. By the way, there is one in South Africa as well, in Durban. Okay. Um, and that's something that's called 10. If anyone Googles it, by the way, on the OT South Africa website, there is an OTSC career hub, and people can click on the resource page and you can find a lot of links to things that are mentioned or I may not have been able to mention to be able to look at them. There's another uh, place where uh, my daughter did it, by the way, which costs only the travel, which is called Woof, W-W-O-O-F, which is basically working in organic farming for a few weeks as volunteer. So you don't have to pay for the program and you can do it anywhere in the world, even in Iran. <laughs>
1: Okay, sounds like fun. But um, when we talk about career-wise, yes. what are the chances you're going to work on a farm?
2: Yes, but if you have interest in organic farming, for example, or even you have interest in traveling, but you don't have the money.
1: Right, uh, so that's really another that's enjoyment. Because the whole
2: idea of Gapier from my side is really taking a break um, that allows you that space to really think and have the opportunity to talk about the different options that... Do exist. we even
1: know how to take breaks today with social media and so, smartphones? Oh,
2: that's a different story. That's very. Is sad, it a different, actually. or is it
1: actually part of our life?
2: It is part of our life, and um, that 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 already leads you to to other issues that. Um, so it I, is other I, issues, but to point, yeah, and I hope what I'm saying yeah. is not a
1: problem. But I yeah. know that as an employer, I would rather. If I have two candidates for the same job that are qualified the same, look the Mm -hmm. same, one has a smartphone, one doesn't, I will hire the one without the smartphone.
2: Oh, okay. Why?
1: Because they're not as distracted. They're they're much more focused. I'm not going to find them taking 50 breaks, checking their phone or going to the bathroom to check their phone or whatever it is. It's actually affecting work.
2: Depends what profession. Obviously, if you hire somebody for marketing, digital marketing, you'd need them to have that knowledge. <laughs> uh, fair
1: enough. Okay.
2: Um, I don't see that. I mean, it will be very difficult to find a Gen Z without a smartphone. Um, if you can find me a Gen Z without a smartphone, please bring them to me. I would love to meet them. To a point, <laughs> to
1: a point. But also, you know, there's the community, there's outside the community, et cetera, and you do find workers. Okay. Um, however... Is, if it's really having an effect on work, is there something that is being been taught or trained or things that we can train our children or can work on that it won't have such an effect on the working life?
2: Use of social media.
1: Or f- phones or whatever.
2: Listen, the, the use of social media affects uh, anyone, especially I think it affects the mental health because we don't take a break. And I don't know about uh, effect on the work. That's something that each company needs to look at the type of um, policies they have in place. Um, I think that uh, that's where uh, the skills of what is called soft skills. And soft skills actually more very difficult. You know, I don't. They call soft, but you know. um, And I think that um, the big problem of those social media and the phone is affecting. Uh, ch- uh, youth's so, soft skills, the, uh, because youth loses empathy, they lose uh, compassion, uh, all these because of social media. So I see the problem of the social media and the use of phone in th- that way. Um, as far as work is concerned, it's something that um, HR needs to deal with that in, in, in various ways. I don't know how this can be be changed.
1: Uh, And when you say you see that as a problem with losing the soft skills that we're talking about, do you offer any training, any compromising? Is there a way to work around that?
2: Yes, Um, uh, we have uh, all South Africa and OJET runs the Otse Career Hub, and the Career Hub has various opportunities to gain skills, either through computer literacy training that we have in February. We have four workshops around computer literacy, Word, PowerPoint, and email. Um, and we also have uh, many workshops on soft skills. Is there anything you can teach a Gen Z um, youngster
1: about email? Or about For sure. PowerPoint and things?
2: It, can you? With them especially because the way, most definitely actually what you find is that you have the perception that the Gen Zs are so were born into a f- almost with a phone in their hand, right? Completely. <laughs> and you then assume that they have the skills, the most basic skills that required in the workplace, but they actually don't, and they uh, they need that type of um, uh, they need that type of uh, basic basic uh, training. So why are we not teaching that at school? Um, that's a good question. Again, maybe it's because of the assumption, and maybe they do, they do teach. And um,
1: We have basic, but email necessarily is not something. Yeah, if
2: you look at email, email etiquette, using Excel, and things like that, they may have been taught in primary school, and then it's left behind. But so let's go
1: quickly yes, through please. what can ORT actually offer any of our listeners who's sitting there and saying, yes, I'm worried about my career. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. worried about finding a job in the future. What do you have to offer
2: them? Um, first, first of all, go and follow All South Africa on all the social media. On our website, as I said, there is a link to the Autosey Career Hub, and there is a page with resources to that they can look at even getting certified in various courses for free. So, for example, during your gap year, you can actually, um, even if you don't travel anywhere, you can take online courses that are free courses. They are offered by LinkedIn, they are offered by Microsoft, that can give you an idea of maybe the area that you are interested in.
1: And that's open for anyone?
2: And it's open for anyone, anyone. Is there a
1: limitation? Do you have to choose only one course? Or no. if you've done. You can you take could
2: as many as you wish. Um, okay. So we have those links on, on, on the website. We also have calendar of events that will give you the February, March talks, which are really, really interesting. Um, I spoke about the four workshops that we run on computer literacy in February. Okay. Um, and then in March, we actually have um, a most recommended Arthur Goldstock, the Hitchi- Hitchhiker's Guide to Artificial Intelligence and he is very up-to-date when it comes to future of workplace and so on so that's a okay. highly recommended and the 19th of March we have Judy Clipping who will talk about make work work for you
1: so okay. it will be interesting so right. those are different topics and different talks yes. but let's go back to the foundation and looking at you know when a person needs to go into the workplace yes First of all, why are we standing currently at 60% unemployment?
2: So, you know, one of the questions I get is that if you looked at the Arab Spring in Egypt, the, you know, the reason for that uh, revolution by the youth was because of high unemployment, which is half of what we have, uh, you know. And the question is, then how come you know, South Africa doesn't reach that ele- level of youth uh, protesting in the streets? And that's because they hope many of them are hustlers. They start a business. They find a way to make money, to make a living, and uh, one one of the things that ORT does as part of ORT South Africa, we assist those startups, those entrepreneurs at heart, with um, how to start a business, with this business acumen. That. Uh, we maybe will get it in our table, in the dinner table or Shabbat table. We do that uh, with the youth um, at rural areas and so on. Um,
1: Are there actually enough working places? Meaning if a, if a youngster exactly. really wants to work and is motivated and all there, will he find work?
2: If he's got the right skills. And if you look at
1: what are the right what are the
2: right skills so when you look at trends in the market one of the links I have in this uh, we have in this page is actually for the occupational book that was created by United States but it's quite interesting if you can actually download an application on your phone there is a link there on the website okay and when you look at this occupational book you can look, and look at the industries and you can look at each profession and the, and the trends that it has whether it's going up or down. Okay. So the recent s- skills that are required the industries is actually healthcare. Okay. Education and anything to do with artificial intelligence, cybersecurity, machine learning and so on.
1: So Okay. Which is and this
2: is when you talk about blue collar. It could be blue collar plumbing and electrician, but there is blue collar in IT.
1: A hundred percent, because I always tell the kids it's not only about uh, programming the computer. Somebody has to fix it when it breaks, and somebody yes. has to manage it. Um, okay, so uh, let's, let's look at these trends and see where that comes in, because very interesting, not all of them actually require certification, meaning... In the education, there's many tutorings and stuff and, and opportunities, potentially, as well as, at, okay, healthcare would probably be uh, um, more sophisticated, unless we're talking also about in hospitals, cleaners, and, and you know, people that are taking, mm-hmm. carrying things. And artificial intelligence, which is a whole world, let's talk right after the break, okay. because that is kind of also courses and also about skill and also about what you can do, not only pure certification. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you'll tell me after the break what you okay. think, so a short break and we will come right back.
0: The Chai Chinuch Show is brought to you by King David Schools, the cornerstone of our community for 75 years.
1: 101.9 FM by g we are back. And I'm here with, a, in a fascinating discussion, I'm here with Ariella Rosenberg, who is the CEO of Art South Africa. And we are talking about the work industry, the future, the opportunities, what can we do, what's, uh, what are the, what's available there, and what are our worries. So first of all, 34519 is an SMS line. If you want a question, or maybe you have no worries about work, I don't know. But if you do, and if there's anything you want to know... 34519 is the SMS line. Or Telegram, 061-895-1019. That is a Telegram. Um, you know, we spoke about, uh, oh, I see some messages coming in. Okay, we'll get to that shortly. We spoke about uh, social media, and we mm-hmm. spoke about uh, the technology and the challenges with work, etc. But let's talk about the, the benefits of it, because you mentioned that artificial intelligence is a big place, uh, industry coming up of income which is not necessarily the traditional go to university, get a degree, learn your stuff. Talk to me, tell me a bit about that industry.
2: So, you know, when we talk about artificial intelligence and um, finding a career, it feels like, you know, when you sit in a car and the car is parked, you look outside the window and you see details of the building quite well. But when the car car starts driving, um, everything becomes blurry. And this is basically what the t- transformation of artificial intelligence and machine learning is doing to the workplace. It's making it very blurry. And you have two, exp- two, two approaches. One approach says that 40% of the jobs will become obsolete. Okay. And the other approach says, oh no, you know, they may be become obsolete, but new jobs opportunities will emerge from those new technologies. And um, so when we go back to this st- person who's just finished schooling now, and he says, okay, where, where am I now standing here? We can look at the part of get clarity. And the get clarity could be, am I a corporate person? Am I maybe more in the mind of a startup? So I'm a risk taker, and I'm not looking for a nine to five kind of job. But there's another element now that the digital transformation brought in, and that's called an influencer. And there's okay. a whole thing in the digital. You were talking about social media and how we can utilize it. And there's a whole so industry around. So let's talk around.
1: about the influencers and social media. Because yes. every time that I have this discussion and I speak to parents yes. and children, the children believe that they'll be rich and wealthy <laughs> and overnight, and the yes. parents believe that no matter what you do, however you do it are It's not your for a time. long
2: time. It's yes. not a long term, yes. So
1: take us down that road in the middle balance.
2: Yes. I think that, you know, when it comes to career choice, we always look at the long-term success. But, and the kids tend to actually look at it at a, in the short term. I think that if you can try it and you can allow your children uh, to try it, but with the right measures from cybersecurity side and making sure – you know, measures are put in place as far as safety of the kids. You know, it's it's. Uh, I see it as one of the experiences that one can. Is take. it a
1: realistic career?
2: Um, probably too early to say. I, I think the ones that make a lot of money are very few. Um, so it's not something that um, may be your long term uh, option. But from a short term, from trying, because, you know, kids tend to be rebels. And if you say to them, no, you can't do that, and, you know, they'll go into their shell and they won't listen to anything else now that you suggest to them, maybe. Um, I think that, you know, to be an influencer, you also need to find the field that you're influencing in.
1: Right. Well, you, you could, if it's, if it's clear that it's not a career, then it could definitely just be a hobby and find yes, Let your child exactly. do it as a hobby and, and keep career separately I but sorry to-
2: I, I do believe that hobby and career can be an opportunity to to mix because then your hobby can give you some experience that will lead you to from a career choice
1: that you you can connect yes. it, so there is that balance. Okay, we'll, okay. we'll get there. I just I don't want uh, one of the messages coming in. I think it is a very mm-hmm. uh, um, interesting question, I'd love to mm-hmm. hear your thoughts about it. My daughter has learning issues. She wasn't able to finish her uh, certification. She knows that she wants to work with kids, but a qualification seems to be the um, hindrance. She wants to work as a nursery school assistant. Any thoughts?
2: Fantastic. Um, I think because uh, you said that this podcast is sponsored by King David and I know King David has offering of bursaries for um, early childhood practitioner.
1: But we're having a child who sounds like, from the parent who's writing, it sounds like a child who's very dedicated, heart of gold, interested in investing in kids, loves kids and I'm just guessing this for the Mm -hmm. message. Academically, she won't be able to get it certified,
2: yes.
1: Because of the certification, does she have future yes. in the working world?
2: Yes, there is. There are um, there are courses, short courses, that can provide you with uh, a certification for becoming an ECD assistant, um, and that doesn't require a degree or an academic um, uh, requirement. So that's something definitely. Uh, to, to explore, I, I just believe in the certification because it gives you some background to your um, to whatever work you want to do. But there is apprenticeship, um, so the another option for the child is to actually find a nursery school teacher that would be happy to uh, place her in the job. So part of, for example, Gapia, just as an example, is to volunteer or take part-time jobs without getting money for a certain period of time. And get and into ad, the profession. get into the profession. So you gain experience, you gain network, you gain um, also, they may like you so much they'll say, hey, you know, why don't you join us? So most definitely the way to start maybe is to find a nursery school teacher that will be happy to... You know,
1: what, I'm I'm actually going to explore that. And and on. I'm going to try yeah. help you. Uh, so to the listener, because you sent your message through Telegram, I don't have your number. So if you do want me to try contact you and help you on this message your number again so send again your message your number through to the uh, on this message and I will speak to uh, Mariela um, and I'll just check okay. around and let's see if we can help this girl Would the last show time. is here also for the, com- the lo- I know we have many mm. many listeners as you know but sometimes the individual we also want to be there for okay. them so yeah if you want message your number and I'll, we'll try help you Yes, absolutely.
2: We'd love to. I mean, also bear in mind whether this example or any other examples is to find and to volunteer. So you maybe dedicate a few months without payment and then get into that profession slowly.
1: So let's see. Let's see what we can do. We do need to take our last ad break for the hour, if I'm correct. And when we come back, we will start ending and wrapping Mm -hmm. up the show. Time flies when you're having fun. Yes, thank you. Unbelievably. Okay, short break. We'll be right back.
0: Chai Chinuch Show is brought to you by King David Schools, the cornerstone of our community for 75 years.
1: 101.9 Chai Chinuch Show by G. We are back. Um, okay, I see the number came in, so let's take that as a uh, let's see what we can do to help. Mm-hmm. Let's try and see um, and see if we can help this Girl, see what comes up so you know we we speak a lot about about career and all the work you're doing at art south africa um as the ceo and trying to help people employment which is amazing because the most important Mm -hmm. thing what is your vision where do you want to see our community our society our country in 10 years
2: in 10 years time yeah i think this country has a huge potential as a whole as a country, whith- in whatever community, to go into the field of artificial intelligence, coding, robotics, machine learning, if they were to put the money and the investment into those areas,
1: is it a big investment, or you can do courses and
2: stuff? Oh, so I'm j- no, I'm just saying from uh, opportunities, but from investment, so um, on again on the website, on the resources, there are links for courses that you can do for free. On okay. digital marketing, data analysis. That data. to get a job? Yes. Data, so again, remember, you see one of the biggest challenges that it comes uh, with uh, doing, a, whether it's a degree, certificate or diploma, is that when you are looking for a job and you're in a situation where the job market is um, not so great, is that they usually, and even if it's great, what do they ask you? Do you have experience?
1: More, exactly. than, more than certificate.
2: More than certificate. And um, in, in um, the, the IT industry, they also test your aptitude. They, are, they test you, you are able to do problem solving and so on um, that to do with the job. So I think that um, there, there are quite opportunities from a side of even doing courses online to get you exposed to what uh, the, whether it's data analytics or business anal- analyst and all that. And as I said, find what, with the connections that you make, find a place that you can um, either volunteer or take part-time work, uh, find a mentor, and um, going and back there. to apprenticeship kind of model. And I think you can do that also with, the, with IT as well.
1: So it basically set your mind there, focus, and really look for the opportunity. And you're saying you do believe that we will get there. We can. We, can then we get that we have there. to have hope have to have hope and we'll get there <laughs> but yeah but um, hopefully we will we will manage and we will get mm-hmm. there um, what would you say to a parent who is really worried about the future and is asking what can I do today to help my child who's a little child in their ethics in their career opportunity just as a behavioral thing or whatever it is that they'll be more equipped for the working environment?
2: You know, it's a good question. And I think um, one of the things that maybe we don't get at school is the soft skills, which I said are very difficult. they call soft, but they're very difficult. What are they? So the emotional intelligence, okay, the empathy, compassion, uh, ability to uh, deal with conflict resolutions and so on. Okay. Um, if you can find ways to assist your child with getting tools to deal with it, to first of all, equip themselves with that. Um, for example, things like meditation, mindfulness, um, and um, you, you know, other courses that we, we actually at OOT also offer. That could be an element, because we're so focused on, this, on, the, on the skills that, okay, what is the profession that you're going to and all that. The other element is because automation, we haven't had the chance to speak about it. We didn't speak about automation and how okay. automation is going to affect the job market, but because automation has that ris- has, because we have this risk of automation taking a lot of time from our hands, what does it mean to our job? It means that we have more time on our hands. How do we utilize it? How do we make ourselves? Uh, how do we uh, bring up?
1: ourselves, and we'll have to end with us? How do we bring ourselves to be um, more sufficient at work because of automation, yes. and and be a better employee, and not lose our jobs because of automation? Yes. And I think maybe we, let's leave with that question in that headline. Um, really, thank you so much as we said a great fast show it it moves faster than (laughs) we think and uh, you know we had lots of fun and very interesting Uh, you did mention quite a few resources to anybody joining now I really highly recommend go to the podcast hear it again hear the opportunities the options and see what you can achieve for your child and learn from there um thank you so much Ariela rosenberg ceo of art south africa for the amazing work you do and for all the uh insight and wisdom today thank you Sana, for putting this interview together thank you craig for managing the show and making it always so special so smooth and more than anything thank you for the listeners thank you for this uh what sms's i didn't actually reply to all of them um but um hopefully we will be better at that next time and we will get all the messages Um, in the meantime stay safe enjoy and have a great new successful beginning to your new school year and new term and all the best stay safe